Do you test everything? Is, there, is everything tested? Everything is tested. The, 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 the volume is the off? The knobs are knobbed. Everything is good. This is, we're going to start 2010 <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> That's right. Happy well, New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Happy the everything. Christian way. Yes, yes. <laughs> the Caesarean way. It's uh, a Julian calendar, by the way. It's not a Caesarean, not a Caesarean calendar. calendar. No, no, no. No, they, they, I went with the wrong name. Yeah, yeah you did indeed. It's, it's his a, Christian name. It's, not... a, it's a cesarean section when you when you cut a calendar in the middle <laughs> and you pull the extra months out right. from between July and August. <laughs> That's where they are. That's the where extra they are. Months. They're between, between July, July and August. August. Interesting. Yeah, you, know. you know what? One of the things I did last year. <laughs> what was one of the things you did last year? I had Chinese food. Yeah. All right. And you know what happens sometimes at the end of a Chinese meal? You get a fortune cookie. Pardon me. I'm eating Jello. You get a fortune. Cookie. <laughs> you get a fortune cookie. Yeah. I got a fortune cookie. This is strawberry jaw, by the way. That contained a fortune that is the weirdest fortune I have ever received in my life. Now, I want, I waited to show this to you during the show. Yeah. Now, ladies, you haven't even mentioned this. This is a no, total surprise. I, it's a total surprise. Yeah. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, Brian, have I ever shown you this fortune? Uh, no, Ryan, you have not. <laughs> Do you even know what I had at the Chinese restaurant? Uh, I'm going to guess chicken with garlic sauce. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. <laughs> that's what you always get. That's true, yeah. but... I've never shown you this No, fortune. no, no. I was not with you when you got this fortune. All right, so I don't know I'm anything gonna, about it. I'm going to hand you the fortune. And I'm going to have to read it. <laughs> and you're going to have to read it out loud. <laughs> I have to do a cold reading? You have to do a cold oh, reading of God. this fortune. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Put there it in my go. hands. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't read this. Oh, my God. Tearing up! Oh my god! <laughs> the fortunes. <laughs> Here's what the oh, fortune oh says. Oh my god! <laughs> Here's what the fortune says. It says, "Wow!" A s- <laughs> it says, "It says." <laughs> it says, "Wow!" A secret message from your teeth. <laughs> so funny oh my god <laughs> wow <laughs> secret, secret message from your teeth oh, oh my god so that's how i spent my new year's wow oh my god oh my god that's hysterical <sighs> well if we're looking to cut 10 minutes out of the show we can always cut that oh boy right so anyway. Well, Happy New Year to you, Ryan. <laughs> happy, happy New, New Year, Year to indeed. you. I was in Wisconsin over New Year's. I don't have anything this exciting to share. <laughs> this is uh, our special New Year's wrap-up, old year wrap-up. Yeah, we're wrapping up 2009 and we're unwrapping 2010. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm choking on my jello. Uh, yes, that's what we're doing. This is, by the way, Fill Me In. It is episode 86. We call this one Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> 
We're going to have uh, awards. Yeah, we, we got all kinds of awards we've given to 2009. We're going to summarize in detail everything we did crossword related in 09. Everything. Ryan is going to read you a list of all the clues <laughs> he was able to know Google. <laughs> all of them. He know yes. Googled successfully 8,133 clues. Really? And we are going to hear every single one of that's them not, read that's aloud. That's not bad. No, it's very and good. And we have other stuff. We have the contest. We have a we variety have of things. We have all kinds of crazy crap. And it is all going to happen after the brand new 2010 theme music. It's not brand new. It's the same old crap you've been hearing for a year and a half. Jag on a Hank. That's what Ryan calls it. He calls it Jag on a Hank. It's actually just So what did we do in 2009? Well... We went to some tournaments. We did. We attended, I believe, three tournaments out of, like, five that we knew about. Other things that happened. Let's see. We tried submitting some puzzles to the New York Times. Well, you did. I successfully submitted puzzles. Two. You failed to submit puzzles. Yes. I submitted two puzzles, and I was rejected on both counts by Paul Gamache, bearer of bad news. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Ryan, what have you done? You have almost finished making your inner nerd puzzle. I have almost finished that. You have been almost finished with it for like six months. Yes. Okay. Uh, Doug Peterson and I are almost finished with a another puzzle, a sunday size puzzle. Great. That uh, uh, Doug is making it not bad. That's nice. And uh, I have uh, come up with the clue for uh, 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 Rock, Rock Band, Band Drum Set. Yeah, very good. I came up with that in 2009. Yeah, you did. That's true. That's true. Uh, our blog got hacked three times. Three times. Three times by Shane Victorino. Yes. Uh, he is the center fielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, and uh, they, they got eliminated from the World Series. They lost the World Series. They did. Then the next day, our site was hacked. That's right. So you put two and two together. I don't understand. We put two, but the second two is nothing. What? How is the other two anything? We are not affiliated with the Yankees. No, but he hates me. He lost to the Yankees. Why does he hate you? His team beat your team. I know, but he was he was upset and he wanted to take it out on somebody. But why on you? He should have taken it out on somebody who's a Yankee fan. Well, there aren't any Yankee fans who run run blogs. Rex Parker's not a Yankee fan. Oh, maybe he is a Yankee See, fan. Why didn't Shane Victorino hack Rex Parker? I think blog? it would have been too obvious. That's really? exactly what they would have expected him. To That's do. right, and that way, like thousands of people would have been put out. Whereas by hacking our blog. <laughs> Ones of people were put out. <laughs> well, at least two, you and I. Yeah, that's right. We were well. We we're ones. Yeah, yeah. What else happened? That was uh, exciting. And we started doing these contests, these weekly contests where we give away prizes for people who are able to solve a tricky little word game. Yes. Most of those word games were designed by Commissioner Peter Gordon. Yes. Contest impresario. Yes. Yeah. He impresaries many contests. You know, Peter is amazing, and along the lines of Peter being amazing. January. We are in January now. Peter is launching Fireball Crosswords. Fireball Crosswords. So go to fireballcrosswords.com if you hadn't already if you haven't already signed up. You do that. You pay ten dollars if you sign up one way, and you pay ten dollars and sixty one cents if you sign up the other way. Yes. What is I, it? I, it's ten dollars and sixty one cents. If you do PayPal, because you do PayPal because so, PayPal takes a cut. Right. So that way. Uh, Peter doesn't. Right. I guess. I, I don't know how else the logic uh, works. I still have not signed up, but I will be doing so okay. too sweet. Excellent. Um, and then we want to wrap up the year with some awards. Awards. You know? And these awards are, lest you get excited, we have no prizes. We have just, you know, the uh, <clears throat> the acknowledgement that we here at Be More Smarter Industries Incorporated uh, <laughs> believe that, you know, you win. Right. That's about it. There are no prizes for this. There's no pickle. No. There's no prizes. There's nothing. What happened was a lot of people wrote to us with their thoughts on end of the year 
stuff. You know, what did they think about the year? What what puzzles did we, they like? We have incorporated <clears throat> their thoughts with our own thoughts yeah. to create a mind meld of sorts. Of sorts. Into, into more thoughts. Why is it that I can only imagine Spock's father doing the mind meld and not anybody else ever in Star Trek? Spock always did it. I believe that, but I can only picture Spock's father doing it in whatever movie Are Spock's you, father was in. Because maybe you're thinking that now... Spock looks like Spock's no, father. No, 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 no. Spock's father wore a long white monk robe and had white hair with the little bowl cut thing, and then he did that on the <laughs> other guy's face and mind melded him. Huh. I don't know why. I, yeah. I can't answer that question. I Mike Nothnagel? Mike Nothnagel, why do I only picture Spock's father when I'm thinking about the mind meld? All right. That's a fair question. That's I a good one to start off 2010. It is. Yes. Yeah, it's as good as any of them. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So. Uh, All so right. Let's talk about uh, how about best themeless crossword puzzles? Best themeless crossword puzzle. We have uh, uh, five nominees. We do. Well, we have four no four runner-up nominees and one winner. Oh, so that's how right. we're doing it. Yeah, that's how we're doing it. All right. So our first nominee runner-up is uh, Brad Wilbur. For, now these are all from the New York Times. Yeah, Just these are all that. New York Times crossword puzzles. Exactly. New York Times crossword puzzles. So our favorite the themeless puzzles from 2009 in the New York Times. December, Brad Wilbur. Brad Go Wilbur ahead. from December 5th. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, with clues, with entries, Bush v. Gore, UV Index, Robocall, and Group Hug. These were, I just, I loved this puzzle. It yeah. was full of great, as they say, scrabbly letters. Yes. And, and, and just wonderful terms. I really, Bush v. Gore, just to see that in a puzzle looks really cool. I mean, just to see the, the letters S, H, V, and G next to each other. Yeah. You're sure something's amiss, but yes. no. And UV Index is a wonderful is, uh, wonderful awesome. entry. I like those. Uh, we had Paula Gamache, who on January 9th used uh, Say the Magic Word, QE2, Football Widow, and then at the bottom of this puzzle, there were a stack of three rhyming entries. Yes. Well, rhyming with each other. Rhyming with themselves, not with each other. Rhyming couplets. Rhyming... Culture Vultures, Georgie Porgy, <laughs> and Green Screen. Yes. Now you see how they rhyme, and now you know what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, from just September 5th, we're a little biased on this one, but it was a little a bit. great puzzle. Mike Nothnagel, crossword gentleman, and, and what? Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle. Go back five yards. <laughs> You're right. I'd have to go to Monica Lewinsky's kitchen. Uh, this was the puzzle that Mike created for Lollapazoola 2. It was our final puzzle. It was the final puzzle. And, and then it was featured it in was, the New York Times. And it mentioned us. Yeah. And we wrote a clue for it. We did. And Will Schwartz liked it so liked the puzzle so much that he... He printed it without changing any clues. He did print it without changing any clues. And that anything. is a testament to Mike Nothnagel and his brilliance. Yes, indeed. That he has. Uh, we also uh, want to acknowledge John Farmer, who on May 8th gave us just a fantastic-looking grid full of some fantastic words. Yes. Periodic table, quiet on the set, cut your losses, blaze, maze, flax, karate. It was terrific. Very good. Very good. A lot of fun. And our winner. Our winner for Themeless Crossword Best of the Year. Themeless Crossword Puzzle of the Year, Joe Crozel rhymes with puzzle on November 14th. He had a crossword puzzle that had four a four stack of fifteen letter answers. Yeah, one on top of the other. He had income statement, moon over parador, arrivederci Roma, and mandarin oranges. That is just masterful construction. And somehow he made words out of them. Somehow the he did. It's just amazing. Joe that Crozel was a terrific puzzle. Yes. So congratulations, Joe Crozel. Please do not expect a prize. <laughs> 
So now we have our best themed crossword puzzle. Best theme. Our favorite theme crossword puzzle of the year. Uh, we have a whole bunch that we'd like to nominate for this category. Yes. We'll start off. Patrick Blindauer and Francis Heaney had a Noah's Ark theme puzzle on December 17th, right. where there were pairs of the same animal. Horse the and horse was yeah. next to each other. Yeah, they were clued differently, but right. suddenly the same answer showed up twice in right. a row. Uh, it looked really cool, and it was Noah's Ark. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Matt Ginsburg on April 4th, where the initial letters of the clues spelled out any clue for a word of, of eight or more letters is the opposite of the word to be entered. So the initial letters of the clues. Yes. That's incredible. Right. You're writing clues clever enough to be... That's awesome. Yes, wow. that's pretty impressive. Uh, Matt Ginsburg and Pete Mueller combined to, uh, on November 1st, compound fractures. They took two real words and merged them together to make one phony word, but the phony words are awesome. Sporadical, contrabandon, parapsody. These were fantastic. They were. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, Joe Crozel, again, with his broken heart puzzle. Uh, it was a, a grid that looked like a broken heart. It was a heart with kind of a crack through it. Yep. And uh, in it was uh, the French term, which I will pronounce correctly, crève-cœur, <laughs> which I believe means broken heart, right? I think so. I think it was a town. I think there's a city somewhere called Crève-cœur. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's in one of the Dakotas, maybe. Which one? Uh, east. East Dakota? <laughs> yeah, I think so. East right. Dakota family. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> so congratulations, Joe Crozel. Yeah, uh, Carolyn Stewart on March 4th did this terrific rebus puzzle where certain squares were both the word in and the word out at the same time, and the clues had, like, multiple clues on a line right. with a slash separating them. And so, you know, the entries were in something and out something at the same and time. And it worked. And it worked in both directions. It yes. was wonderful. Uh, Andrew Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. Oh, sorry. And Patrick L. Blindito Blindauer. Uh, made for TV movies. This was on August 9th. It was combining movies and TV shows, and it made new titles. Yep. Gossip Girl Interrupted. Good. Sex and the City of Angels. Yes. Two and a Half Men in Black. That is one of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's two and a Half Men that's in Black. That's the show I want to see. I want to see Two and a Half Men in Black. Yes. What happened to Charlie Sheen? He just got into trouble doing something. He, what did I he do? Think, I think he... Did he get divorced again? No, I is think... Is he, he a woman? He what did he do? He tried to do something to his wife that was in an untoward manner. Oh, that's not good. No. Okay. Sorry I brought that up. <laughs> Charlie, you suck. Uh, Kevin G. Durr-Eucalus on July 26th gave us this Sunday puzzle, Knights of the Round Table. Right. It had a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. It had the Quest for Camelot. It had all these King Arthur-themed stuff. Right. And then in the middle of the grid were knights. It was the word Sir, S-I-R, in individual boxes in a little circle in, in circle. the middle, as if knights going around a table. Yes. I don't think they're going around a table. I think perhaps they're sitting or kneeling around a table. I think they were sitting. It's not like they're playing Duck, Duck, Goose with each <laughs> other, you know? What if they did play Duck, Duck, Goose? <laughs> Maybe. It would probably be kind of troublesome to be getting up and sitting down and getting up with all that armor. I know, yeah. all that chain mail. Wow, that's a yes. lot. Uh, okay, Alex Boivlia, uh, <laughs> with his On June Your 11th. mastery of French. Just, wow. <laughs> Uh, with his American flag puzzle. And this puzzle was shaped like an American flag. And there yes. were stripes, and there were stars, and there was Americana, yeah. and it was all in honor of Flag Day. And it was in a, a weird shape grid. It was a 19 by 13 right. grid. Right, it was the shape of an American yeah. flag. Yeah, a rectangular shape instead of the square we're all yes. accustomed to. Very, that, very good puzzle. That is my brother's birthday is on Flag Day. June 14th? June 14th. My mother's birthday is on Flag Day. Get out of town, I didn't it know is. that. Yeah, 
How did I not know that? I don't know. So we're talking about Jonathan Hecht and Eve Simmet. Yes, cross-scan, Jonathan Hecht and Eve Simmet. Yeah, if you're still doing the spreadsheet for 2010. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Mike Nothnagel, uh, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle, and Byron, Mike Nothnagel knows my middle name, <laughs> Walden. Uh, on February 21st, they came up with this puzzle. This was during the ACPT. Then he come up with it during no, the ACPT. No, it was in the paper during the ACPT. Yes, we, we solved it in the lobby. Was that the one we solved in the lobby? I think so. Oh, really? Took Is that the one we stayed up really late at night <laughs> yeah. blogging together from the lobby? Yeah, we really... Oh, my God. Did we really do that? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, but this was one that had diagonal symmetry, and it had the clues symmetric matrix, not the clues, the entries, symmetric matrix and reflected images. Uh-huh. And the puzzle design, the grid was unusual in an unusual way. Yes. It was very cool. Yeah. A yeah. lot of weird grids tend to have left-right symmetry or uh-huh. make a picture. This one had diagonal symmetry, which you don't see of, often. And it was one of the rare Saturday themes. Yes, in that it was theme-ish. It was theme-ish. It was, it was theme-ish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Derek Bowman. Well, we haven't heard from you for a while, Derek Bowman. Yeah. We haven't heard from you ever. Well, maybe on August 27th we did. Uh, circled letters. Uh, so this was, uh, you had circled letters, and, and, and in one row the circled letters spelled out pattern. Yes. The next row was patter, then pater, pate, pat, P-A, and A. Yeah. So it was a gradually disappearing word. Yeah, very, very cool, a, very clever. In a diagonal pyramidal fashion. Exactly. That is precisely what it was, <laughs> a diagonal pyramidal fashion. <laughs> it was very cool. Wow. We also uh, want to acknowledge Elizabeth C. Gorski uh, and her Guggenheim Museum puzzle. Yes. That had that fantastic grid design with the spiral. Looks like the Guggenheim. Exactly. Lots of Guggenheim clues. Yep, very, very clever. Yes. All right, now you're going to help me out with... Uh... We're not doing the nicknames. We're just uh, no, saying we're, real names. I, I know we're not doing the nicknames. All right, I'll say the names. No, I'll... I can say I can say the first name. Okay, I'll, I can I'll say, say the second name. I can say one and a half names. All right, why don't you just say one name and I'll say the other name. Who says the and? Uh, we'll both say the and. Okay. This is the winner of for us for best themed crossword this puzzle is the winner. of 2009. Ashish Vengsakar and, and... Narayan Venkata Subramanian. That's very impressive. Isn't it? Uh, I don't know if I'm saying it right, though. This was... This was the puzzle literally so on August I 30th. Lo- you were... I had trouble with it, but you know what? It, after looking at it, I thought, wow, this is really, really genius. These, really, really genius. I mean, you're not, these are clues that you're just not going to see again. The clues that were part of the theme were their own little mini puzzle. Yeah. Uh, so, well, for instance, uh, yeah. uh, we had... It was a worthless roadster, but the but letters were, were left out of worthless roadster. So right. it was W blank blank... T H L blank S S R blank A D blank T E R. That's how the clue appeared in the paper. Right. With all those blanks. Right. So, right. so what you find out. So you have to figure out that what they're trying to say is worthless roadster. roadster. And, and then. It, when you fill in the missing letters, the missing letters are O R E O S Oreos. Oreos. So the answer is you have to take, say, worthless roadster. That is a, a junky car. Right. And the actual clue, the words, the word in the clue is missing. Oreos. So you come up with the pun lemon or junky car. Right. Lemon drop cookies. Yeah. Very very clever. That's one clue. Yeah. That took us fifteen minutes. You're exhausted just explaining it, aren't you? <laughs> I, and and I hey, don't... hey Ryan, I have a secret message from your team. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I have a secret message for my teeth. Strawberry Jello. <laughs> It's not so secret anymore, is it? My teeth can't hear. <laughs> it's secret to them. So I can't remember how many of these clues were in there, but it oh, was, there was eight, eight of them maybe, eight or was, ten. It was amazing. I think Ashish also emailed us some that didn't make the cut. Yeah. So we had they had more. Yeah, 
it's just astounding. It, just astounding. It was great. They must have taken time out from learning how to pronounce their names. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, I would love a book of these type of puzzles. Yeah, those that was a lot of fun. I like that was that. a great deal of fun. So congratulations, Ashish and Narayan. Uh, you have won the prestigious Filmian 2009 Best Themed Crossword Puzzle. Yes. Congratulations. What is our next category? Our next category is Constructor of the Year. Constructor. Now, this was difficult because there are so many puzzles in the New York Times. I think 365, to be precise. Not counting the second Sunday. Yeah, well, we haven't. We don't blog the second Sunday, so I'm not counting them. All right. How's your jello? It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, so we blog every single one of them, and that means we solve every single one of them, and I think that puts us into, uh, I don't know, it qualifies us to. Name constructor of the year. What do you think? What do you think? Yes, it yes. does. Qual- we are, we are, we are eminently qualified. We are indeed. Yes. Uh, so it was tricky because there's so many great constructors, and we had to leave some people out. But we have narrowed it down to, uh, we've narrowed it down to a few people who we just think stand out uh, above the rest. Three runners up. Three runners up. The first runner up is actually a pair, and it's Matt Ginsburg and Pete Mueller. Yes. Who have combined to come up with a variety of clever puzzles. We noted one of them earlier in our theme the, uh, uh, when we were talking about the sporadical contraband right. and the, the, what was it, compound fractures. Yeah. Yes. And they also did the very recent, the Roads Lead to Rome. That yes. was incredibly clever. That was great. Oh, just really, really smart stuff. Uh, our next uh, runner up is Patrick El Blindito Blindauer. Yeah. Not only did he, did he write 10 puzzles for the New York Times. Yep. Or, or get 10 bubble pu- pu- published. Yeah, he got 10 pu- 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 he, he has the coolest job at Sterling. He yes. writes his own books yes. for Sterling. He edits. Yes. Uh, I've been to his office. It's amazing. It's your it's dreamland. Like, it's a fun house of puzzles. He also had this wonderful suite of holiday puzzles, which uh, many of you have done. If you have not done it yet, you can still pay $5 and get them. You can't, you're no longer eligible for the prize. But... Uh, they were great. I'm not going to give away the answers. I'm yeah, not we'll, going to talk we'll, we'll about talk what about they are. We'll talk about that in a recap like next week or yes. something. Uh, they were great. Uh, and then we uh, we want to nominate Brendan Emmett Quigley down under starring Tom Selleck. Uh, he had eight puzzles in the New York Times this year. Yes. Plus 150 from his own site over the course of the year, all of which are just astounding. And his blog and his general contribution to the crossword world not the least of which was Puzzle 5 at Lollapazoola 2. Plus judging and helping out Just, Lollapazoola. Yes. And, and his interview episode of our podcast is one of our most popular our episodes. rated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the, we, we have Nielsen ratings. <laughs> I know this girl named Jill Nielsen from yeah. high school who uh, doesn't Rates. listen to our show but still tells me how many stars she gives each episode. But she, and she is now on the spreadsheet. She is. <laughs> Congratulations, Jill. Congratulations. Uh, but our winner, our constructor winner. of the year with 14 puzzles, 14 puzzles featured in this in the 2009 New York Times, is. most of which broke the mold and changed the way crosswords are constructed. <laughs> Joe Crozel rhymes with puzzle. Joe, you are astounding. Uh, your puzzles just continue to, to boggle the mind. Yes. The the quad stack of 15s was great. The broken heart was great. The broken heart. The, the compass, the the compass, compass one points. was terrific. Uh, just we could go on and on. Yeah, the we we also love the uh, all of the vowel the vowel yeah, cubes this is from two thousand eight. The vowel it was cube, an old puzzle, but still the, it's, the one that was you flip it over and it's that just, one was also from two thousand eight. Yes, but it was also very cool. It was, but of the of the two thousand nine puzzles, uh, obviously the two that stand out the most to us have been the the broken heart and yes. the quad stack of fifteens. But they're all just amazing. And fourteen puzzles. Fourteen puzzles. That's many, more than one a month. Many collaborated with. 
Peter A. Collins, Rob Reiner's friend. Rob Reiner's friend, Peter A. Collins. There you go. Uh, what would you say these four uh, groups of constructors have in common? They're all men. That is true. But I was thinking more along the lines of they all make very fun puzzles. They really do. There's an element of of enjoy. There's the element of solving the crossword puzzle, but then there's an other dimension of of fun. There is. There's there's another there's another element of it's of a, gamery an, going an on. Indefinable element of gamery. Yeah, there really is. There really is. Uh, and uh, that's. I think these guys are what you strive for when you make puzzles. Yes. What people should strive for. I think so. I think so. Because it's not just it's not just figuring out that a clue points to a single word, but there's more happening here right. and, and there's something clever in the construction and there's something there's an aha in the solving. Yes. Uh, it's terrific stuff. So, so our hats are off to you and all the constructors from the New York Times puzzles yes. and from elsewhere. You know, yes. the LA Times, the Cross Synergy, the, the Onion, the everything. The LA Times. The LA Times. <laughs> and the, the, the famous Cross Synergy paper that <laughs> I know you get delivered to your oh, doorstep I every love morning. Oh, the Cross Synergy. <laughs> yeah, they have terrific funnies. Yes. Page. And the classifieds are quite crunchy. <laughs> All right, so that is the New York Times segment of our awards. Yes. Now we have a few other little awards that are about our podcast. Yes. Just some people who wrote into us saying things that they liked or didn't like about the podcast. So we're just going to acknowledge a couple of these. Best we, password. The best password. Uh, you know, we were deciding between Papelbon, Cheyenne, Varshavsky, but in the end we picked... Frank Longo. Exactly. Frank, Frank Longo. Longo is a fine, fine password. And a fine, fine crossword constructor as well. <laughs> uh, we have the most versatile word of the year, according to our show. <laughs> uh, Papelbon, of course. Uh, pitcher and password. Uh, uh, Ann Eller. Uh, also Nller. <laughs> Rosanna Nller. Rosanna Nller. Nller, I'm sorry. Fictional lyric soprano. Exactly. Uh, Ryan's favorite word, transposition. Transposition. And the articles thereof. The, the articles of transposition, sure. Uh, but of course, the word that got the most airplay on this program <laughs> in a variety of different meanings was... Lucrative. 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 Indeed, lucrative. It mean many things to many people. Uh, a couple of things we do that are unique on this show. You won't find them on your other crossword podcasts. Uh, we we have, of course, the ever-popular Thunder Round. And often with the ever-popular Thunder where, Round where, where are you? is the Thunder Round sound effect. Where are you? I'm near the bottom of page two. Oh, okay. Sorry, go the ahead. The Thunder Round sound effect. We've had a number of great sound effects over the episodes. And uh, some of our favorites have been the Garth, Bo Garth Brooks song, Thunder Rolls. Yes. Of course, we had the clucking chickens uh -huh. very early in the days of the Thunder yes, Round. Yes, We had your inexplicable sneeze. <laughs> That's one of your favorites, though. It really is. Yeah. Uh, but above all was our favorite Thunder Round sound. The, the obese Russian baritone dressed like a sailor singing Let It Be. Wow. And I think in honor of that, we use him again today. Yes, absolutely. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. So you have that to look forward Congratulations, to. Congratulations, obese Russian <laughs> sailor man. Oh. You know what? If you write into us, you will get a prize. You will get a prize for that. That's right. If you write to us, and it can be in Russian or English, it doesn't matter, please include a photo of you dressed as a sailor. And you will get a prize. That's right. We will get it to you no matter what. Um, another thing we do on this show is give people nicknames. We have yes. a variety of nicknames. Some are good. Some are not so good. Uh, but some of our favorites have been... Uh, Daniel Rosen, Loser. Ashish Chan Vangsathorn Vengsakar and Narayan Ashish Chan Vangsathorn Vengsakar Venkata Subramanian. <laughs> one take! Wow! One take, ladies Brilliant. and gentlemen. That Brilliant. was one take. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Tyler Hinman, insert kick ass nickname here. But our favorite nickname from the year has to be <laughs> David Stein. We met him at the ACPT. He has a class. He asked him, Would you rather? <laughs> 
love that one. That's your favorite it one. That is your favorite one. one. So then uh, we we also have our our worst podcast segment worst of pod- 2009. This was this was the only unanimous yes, vote. Yes, this was a hands down. This was every single person who voted in this category, and we promise you, it was more than the two of us. Yes, it was. But everyone who voted in this category decided that the worst <laughs> podcast segment of 2009 was. Stick versus Kane. Exactly. Now, Worst segment ever. <laughs> now, it, we are not actually to blame for this. Well, we are in. We are definitely to blame for perpetuating we it. We perpetuated but it. But not certainly. for starting it. No. Joe Cabrera, Boston Moffer, now started he it. He started it, yeah. With the phrase, uh, I have one itty-bitty point to mention. Little, on Little did he know. <laughs> little did he know that his one itty-bitty point would turn into a four-week discussion. That everyone despised. Yes. I think we lost listeners because of that segment. <laughs> And then that brings us to our final award, which is for the best podcast segment. Best podcast segment. The things that people laugh at, the things that people enjoy and have emailed us over the year, over the months and yes. weeks. Uh, yes. And they include our ongoing hatred of ALer and NLer. And it continues to show up. It really does. It really, really does. How many times was it in the puzzles this year? Uh, didn't, didn't 11. Put, oh, that's coming 11. up a little bit later. Sorry. Never mind. You want to jump ahead to that now? A.L.R. and N.L.R. were featured in the New York Times 11 times in 2009. Yes. Karen M. Tracy, Robert W. Harris, Jim Hires, Brad Wilbur, David Chapis, Elizabeth C. Gorski, Alan Arbusfeld, Ashish Vengsarkar, and Narayan Venkatasubramanian. In the winning puzzle. Yeah. Peter Wentz and our dear, dear friend Brendan Emmett Quigley down under starring Tom Selleck did it twice. Twice. In 2009. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, please... Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Stop now. It doesn't... Nobody says it. No. Nobody says it. Nobody, nobody says uses it. it. This is a horrible, horrible thing. It is. So stop it. I might have to get Vin Scully on the phone and ask him if he's ever used those terms. I swear, the next one of you that does this, we're going to talk about it. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Let that be a warning to you. <laughs> if, you if you do it again, we might bring back Stick versus Kane. We might. So, and, and then what do you do, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, another podcast segment people seem to like. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder Round. The Thunder Round. That, that really took off. That yeah, was new hey. in 2009. The Thunder Round. Uh, Amanda's Voice. Amanda's Voice. Amanda's Voice gained a great deal of popularity. In different uh, permutations. Yeah, she's been a call-in interview. She's been a live interview. Uh, she she has sung the viewer mail song. She has read her own viewer mail on the show. It's, uh, it's, it's great. There's a lot there. Yes. Amanda Amanda's Voice and... I'm just going to tangent briefly here and tell yes. you all. If you happen to be in New York City on January 18th, and that is a Monday in January, uh, if you happen to be in New York, you should come to Birdland. It's in Midtown Manhattan. And at 7 p.m. is a concert called Wordland mm-hmm. featuring the lyrics of Amanda Yesnowitz. And the piano playing And of... the piano playing of Brian Simmett. But you have uh, the lyrics of Amanda Yesnowitz. There's about a dozen songs, 12, 14 songs, uh, all of which Amanda wrote the words to mm-hmm. with a variety of different composers. Uh, and uh, a variety of different performers as well. And like you said, I'll be playing piano. Amanda will be hosting and singing a song of her own, a song that I'm writing with her called Away With Words. Very nice. Yes, indeed. Uh, So that's a terrific event at Birdland, which is in Manhattan. I don't know the address. Uh, Monday night, January 18th, 7 p.m. It's on the west side. It is on the west side. So we'll put a link on the blog? Sure. We'll put a link on the blog. I, I will be out of the country. You will be out of the country. I did not mean to do that on purpose. This is sort of like the Pleasantville tournament all over again. <laughs> well, it's the one thing that you have done artistically that you actually wanted me to come see. Well, 
<laughs> but I did. But Thanks a lot. I did not realize that. I also I... want you to leave the country, so it's, <laughs> I win either way. It's half a dozen of one, six a dozen of the other. Okay, fair enough. Uh, other popular segments on this show. Popular? Popular, <laughs> popular segments include... Fiction with Thomas Heilman. Yeah, that's always popular. About a boy, as a boy. As a boy. As a boy. Thomas Heilman writes these most ridiculous stories. Yes. Uh, and then this next one is a favorite of yours, yes. very much not of mine. It is the yodeling pickle. I can't stand it. I don't know why. I don't know how we're supposed to pick winners without the pickle. Explain, explain that to me. Really? You want me to? No. Okay. Uh, but our winner for best podcast segment of 2009... Well, things Brian doesn't know about soup. You know, there's a lot I don't know about there soup. Is. And uh, I went on at great length yes. months ago. I'm not going to do it again now. Uh, but you don't... You still... Have you learned anything about soup? Uh, well, uh, no. Okay. Viewer mail. Opening it up. We have just a little bit of viewer mail. Just a little bit. Why don't we whip through it? Let's do it. So we got a viewer mail from CrossCan... We used CrossCan as part of our contest, and because uh, one of the clues in our contest of then was uh, birthplace of CrossCan. Yes, this was the past the contest of then. Of yeah, yeah. Uh, and CrossCan, perhaps a little bit miffed, perhaps a little bit, you know, I, I don't know, happy uh, that we used him. I don't <laughs> Either know. Either miffed or happy. <laughs> I'm not sure which. He writes to us. You guys know too much about me. What happened to the days where you didn't even know what sex I was? Remember those? I do remember those. <laughs> that lasted a couple of weeks there. Yeah, we weren't we, sure what he was, who he was, anything. Uh, Vic Fleming says, what? Who? Oh, Vic the gavel. Fleming says, what? Did you guys take the week off? Yeah, Vic. I don't know if you listened to episode 85, but we said in it, we're going to be taking next week off. Yes. And we'll be back on January 5th. And here we are. Here we are indeed, as January, planned. January 5th, a Tuesday in January. Uh, our final viewer mail came to us from Keith Robert Murray, Rainbow Assassin. Uh, Keith came up with uh, a formula to calculate the Pantheon members' loyalty index. Yes. Now, this is we have the Pantheon of Completists. This is our, our collection of people who have listened to all the episodes. Right. There's two criteria to be in the Pantheon oh, of Completists. What's that word you were about to make up? Criterials? <laughs> Criterials. There's two criterials <laughs> to, to get into the Pantheon of Completists. Most versatile word of 2010, yeah. perhaps? Uh, perhaps. So there's certain articles of Criterial. <laughs> and uh, the two are, one, you have to have listened to all the episodes. Two, you have to tell us that you've listened to all the episodes. Yes. This is why, by the way, my sister Allison is not in the Pantheon. We talked about this yesterday. Oh, really? Me and Allison. Yeah, we talked about why she's not in the Pantheon. And she admitted to me, she admitted to me, now in some confidence... So much for the confidence, but she admitted to me, <laughs> I don't belong in the Pantheon. Her words. Really? Her words. Really? Indeed. Interesting. Her words now spoken by me, but her words. Interesting. Yeah. What we didn't do that she did bug me about was uh -huh. to say something nice about her. Well, we did, but we cut it out. That's what I told her. Well, I'll tell she you. She said that made it even worse. I'll, t <laughs> I'll tell you this. I finally saw her Cheerios commercial. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah? Finally saw it. And? Very nice. Very nice. Very, very did it nice make you work. buy Cheerios? No, I'm not a big okay. Cheerio fan. No. I like honey bunches of oats. You like just bunches. Oh, I love just bunches. Yeah. Just bunches rocks the Casbah. <laughs> well, my sister Allison also rocks the Casbah. How's that? She does. We all love Allison. Anyway, Keith Robert Murray uh, has calculated a loyalty index, which is to take the last episode you listened to, the number of it, and subtract from it the first episode you listened to, and you get your index. Uh, so, uh, but. I think his point is, like like he said, he started listening at about when episode 29 came out. Right. So even though he's now listened to all of them, he was introduced to the show at episode 29. So listening through 85 uh -huh. minus 29 gives him a, a loyalty index of 56. Right. Whereas 
Amanda yeah. Yesenowitz, Dan Fair, Peter Gordon, these people who listened from the beginning have a, a, a loyalty index of whatever our latest episode is minus one. Right. Because they started at one and have made it like all the way through. Like not the dentist. Like not the dentist as well, exactly. Jeff T, not the dentist. Formerly not the dentist. Formerly not the dentist. But Bruce Sutphin, who is very loyal and participates in our blog and writes emails to us and is terrific, his loyalty index would be smaller because he didn't even pick up the show until like episode 65 right. or something. So his loyalty index is only about 20. I don't know how fair this... this uh, the way you're explaining to me doesn't sound fair. Well, I don't know that we need to rank people. I don't know that we need to make a hierarchy of how loyal you are based right. on when you started, because that's not really fair. Because it's not fair to say, for example, that, you know, my mom, who hasn't listened to any episodes, is less loyal to me <laughs> than Peter Gordon well, or she's Bruce less Sutton. loyal to the show. But I don't think that's true. I think she's a, a, a firm supporter of the show, despite having never listened <laughs> to any of it. Maybe in, in spite of you know, maybe she wasn't the best example to use. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I, I, you know what, Keith? I think the loyalty index is terrific. I'll tell you what. Either, I'm going to give you two choices. Either we're not going to use it because we don't want to play favorites. Or write us a Perl script that not only does this, but does a, like a whole bunch of other cool things. <laughs> and then we'll reconsider. Not necessarily podcast or crossword yeah, related. It doesn't really matter. No. Just cool. Viewer mail. Closing it up. Contest of then. Contest of then. This was the contest you created. I did. I made it was a cryptogram contest. Yes. You take I gave you uh, two clues. Uh, the birthplace of Mohammed. 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 <laughs> wow. The birthplace of Mohammed and the birthplace of Crosscan. Yes. It was Mecca and Montreal. Yes, and Mecca Montreal was a uh, cryptogram for a phrase that we wanted to wish all of you fine viewers, and that phrase is, of course, Happy Holidays, which is all now a little out of date. But well, back there's then, always holidays. Back back then, you know, we wanted to wish that to you. We got lots of people who got this right, which is terrific. We like we like it when people get the contest yes. right. We like it when it's not a stumper. This is not supposed to be Stan Newman's Saturday puzzle. This is fun. So happy holidays to you all. And now the ever popular yodeling pickle. This is how we pick the winner here on uh, what's the name of this show? <laughs> Fill me in. Fill me in. Fill me in. Yeah. A crossword podcast. It is. And the winner is Bruce Sutphin. Bruce Sutphin. Loyalty Index 20. <laughs> Bruce Sutphin is our winner. Bruce, give us a, an email, drop us a line, and tell us what it is that you've won. Yes. And we'll see if we can do that. The Contest of Now. The Contest of Now is nope. a PDF file that you can acquire via a link uh, in uh, association Jeez. with this podcast. This is, I'm going to do this link on the fly because I tested this out earlier <clears throat> and it does work. Okay. Uh, just go to www.bemoresmarter.com slash acrostic.pdf. Okay. And we'll also have a link on the blog. That's right. But now, if for whatever reason you are walking your dog or your turtle because your name is Vic or Peter and uh, you want to uh, ask us about the contest via email and you need to include a password, this week's password is Frank Longo. Frank Longo. Frank Longo. The most popular password from 2009 yes. is back. Frank Longo. Uh, what this acrostic is, by the way, is uh, courtesy of Andrew Feist. Andrew Feist. 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 Uh, Andrew felt a little bit sheepish, I think, after his contest a few weeks ago, in which we discovered there were lots of different answers. I think we said an infinite number of yes, answers. Yes, I believe so. Uh, and Andrew admitted that uh, his his proofreading had not been thorough enough to catch what 
ended up being sort of the gateway to infinity. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, uh, as uh, as atonement, he has created this acrostic. Yes. And, uh, and it has a, a final answer at the end of it. It does. And I'll tell you this, just so that you're not totally mystified, the final answer, it's not profound, and it's not obvious and it's not really related to the rest of the puzzle yes, but it, it just is, happens to be a word it is an answer it is an answer there is a word that you will get you know what as a bonus <clears throat> come up with the question there you go i like come that. up with the question to the answer there you go there it is there it is uh-huh. that's how it works all right that's how it works so there's the contest. oh you know what if you don't know how to do acrostics if those are new to you email us with the password frank longo and we will send you instructions for how yes. to do an acrostic. Your mother is very good at acrostics. She loves acrostics. She does acrostics when she goes to the gym. <laughs> she does. I can see that. She's there like running on the treadmill thing, solving an acrostic while she goes. Your mother has never done one thing at a time. She has not. She is a, a multitasker <laughs> through and brilliant. through. She is brilliant. <clears throat> All right. Uh, look on the horizon. It is baby New Year. <laughs> Dressed up as a thunder god. <laughs> exactly. With a diaper and a hammer. So they find themselves in drives of travel. Modern Ari comes to me. Speaking words of we love. Let it be. Thunder Round. Double Thunder Round. We have to talk twice as fast. We do. All right. Monday, December 21st by Sarah Keller. Mad, mid, mid, mod, mud. Mad. It was, uh, yeah. It was, yes. Uh, Mad Magazine, though. That was an entry in there. Did you ever read Mad Magazine? I did. I loved Mad Magazine. It was awesome. What happened to it? Why does it it's suck still now? There. But why does it suck now? You know, I don't know. Don Martin was great. I think because... Dave Bird. I think it's always... Mort Drucker. I think it's uh, Sergio Aragonas. Sergio Aragonas. Those are the, the marginal drawings, yes. right? The drawings in the margin. And Larry... Who drew Spy vs. Spy? Oh, who, that was... Uh, who was that artist? Flintock? Flintock. I don't think so. <laughs> Tuesday, December 22nd by Robert A. Dahl. Uh, this is you took an S out of normal phrases and made new phrases. So, like, self-esteem becomes elf-esteem. We're watching the trilogy right now. Of Elf? No. Elf, Elf 2, Lord of Elf the Rings. 3. Lord oh, of the Rings. I've been watching like, it over the weekend. It takes a long time. Oh, my God. Tony and I watched the trilogy the extended? many months ago. Yeah. Yeah. We had to do it over three days. We have the, the last disc of, of Return of the King yeah. left. It's I, great, though. It's fantastic. I still could not, if a gun was held to my head, I could not tell you anything that happens in the second movie. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the problem with the second movie. I couldn't tell you a thing. They meet the ends. Okay. Wednesday, December 23rd by Jonathan Porat. Not Borat. No. Porat. Porat. Uh, black and white and red all over. This puzzle had the joke in it, but not the punchline. You know what's black and white and red all over? Two skunks quarreling... Over a newspaper. A newspaper. A newspaper is the punch, but that wasn't in the puzzle. The punchline, just very a joke. Odd. Very, yes. very odd. Thursday, December twenty fourth, by Nancy Solomon. Eve, eight times. Eve was in the puzzle. This was a puzzle. My for mother's your name mother, is Eve. For your mother. My mother is Eve, and there were eight of her in the puzzle. Eight, eight Eves in the yes. puzzle. Yes, and if one Eve can multitask, what can eight <laughs> Eves accomplish? Huh? Uh, it's Eve to the power of eight. Wow, that's a lot of Eve. Friday, December twenty fifth, Christmas. 
by Paula Gamache, bearer of bad news. <laughs> Looks like, what did you get in your stocking this year? <laughs> so this puzzle looked like a Christmas tree, but I swear, I think it looked more like a six-armed child wearing a burlap bag. Oh, Saturday, December 26th, by Kevin G. Durr-Euclid. Claymation made its New York Times... Claymation. Uh, Claymation. This puzzle is a good debut. puzzle. Sunday, December 27th, by Elizabeth C. Gorski. I like I love this puzzle. You did? It looks like a champagne flute. There were little circled boxes that look like bubbles. Didn't it, it look a little more like a martini glass? It did look a little bit like a martini okay. glass. But I was gonna I just gave her that. Okay. Because I love the bubbles and yeah. how they looked like they were rising up out of the champagne. Right. And there were bubbles in the champagne. Right. And all the bubbles spelled the word bubbles. It spelled bubbles and then it spelled champagne. Oh, and champagne, right. Champagne bubbles. Right. Yeah. It's great. Happy New Year puzzle, just terrific. So I remember on uh, 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 Wordplay, they say that Elizabeth's puzzles always have a lot of movement in them. Oh, And I can see that with the bubbles, and I can see that with the Guggenheim. Yep. So, whoever said that, kudos. Monday, December 28th, by Patrick Merrill. Uh, common pairs of word, uh, where, where each word also precedes or follows a different word. For example, cock and bull. Cockpit, pit bull. Right. Room and board. Room key, keyboard. How... Does somebody figure this out? I don't know. How do you just... I mean, are you born knowing this? <laughs> how do you know this? Patrick know. Merrill, how do you know this? I don't know. And they're, they're all... They were all... In the language phrase. They're all like, totally normal. rock and roll was one. Totally it? normal. Yeah, I think it was. It was hard. Hard rock, hard... Yeah, hard roll and hard rock. Rock hard. Rock hard and hard, hard roll. roll. yeah. What did I say? I don't know. Uh, Tuesday. December 29th by Peter Roberts. <laughs> it's written right there. It's written right there and you can't read it. <laughs> Peter Robert? By we Rob have a script. By Rob Reiner's friend, Peter A. Collins. Oh. This had birds hidden in it, like Brave New World has raven in it. Yeah. But there was no ptarmigan. <laughs> Where was the ptarmigan? What, what would the word be? What uh, would the phrase be that could have ptarmigan hidden in it? It would have... Help, Tarmigan. <laughs> Wednesday, December 30th by Adam Cohen. This is, what, this is stock ticker letters? It's interesting. Really? It's interesting. Really? Did you read my blog? I told. I, you I, have I, a blog? Yes. Interesting. If Be More Smarter went public, you know what I think our, our stock tickers BMs. <laughs> no. BMS, Be More Smarter. No. Oh. It was going to be H-U-H. <laughs> Okay. I like BMs. <laughs> I think it should be LOL. <laughs> it's your favorite. It is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wednesday, October. No. Wednesday. <laughs> what? <laughs> what script do you have? <laughs> it's your. You go. Oh my God! It's no, your, it's your turn. No, but I'll I go again. I know. I did. Fine. Thursday, December thirty-first, no. by Frank Longo. <laughs> Wait, <it's> Password. <laughs> three little turn. pigs. It's three, three little pigs. pigs. Three little pigs that? from school are you, we? Cute as a piglet. Well, should be. Did you ever read that, is that book? from the Mikado? That's three little maids. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Friday. No, wait, what, what? What book? What book did I ever the, read? The three little pigs, the little golden book of the three little pigs, where the two pigs weren't wearing any pants. Uh, I don't remember it, but maybe. You don't read the blog, do you? I don't read books either. <laughs> I can't read. Friday, January first. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. By Brad Wilbur. This had uh, one O cat in it. Yeah, we both thought it was one a uh, cat. Yeah, one a cat. So why uh, do we think this, Mike Nathanagel? Why do we think it's one a cat? 
I'm... And what is this cat game? Yeah. How many cats are required to play? I think one. Just one cat. Just one. Just one cat is one required. One cat. Yeah. What else? What else do you need to play this I think game? Any bases? I don't know. And maybe a hoop. We think we think we think we think we think we think we know this from crossword puzzles, but we actually can't find anything anywhere that supports this theory. Why do we think we know this? Saturday, January 2nd by Robert H. Wolf. There were tons of first-time words in this puzzle, which is awesome, and tons of garbagey ER words, including <laughs> attainer, on runners, cedars, sitter, polluters, readers, and, as used previously on this show, enterers. 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 Blech. I I didn't mind this puzzle. I thought it was Blech. I thought it was a it was a challenge. It was one of those puzzles where it's 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 uh, four quadrants. Yeah. And there's not a lot of intersection. So you kind of have to solve four difficult puzzles. This was precisely the kind of puzzle that Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here, was talking about when he complained about, like, low word count puzzles. This is exactly the kind of puzzle he doesn't like. I thought it was all right. I'm on Tyler's side. I don't. I hear you. I don't like it. I, I think I enjoyed it because I, I figured it out. Good for you. <laughs> I have a secret message for your team. <laughs> Sunday, January 3rd by Jeremy Newton. Uh, this had antique finish. What is this? Oh, this was great. Yeah, this was really cool. You take normal things, normal phrases, put an H on the end of it, turning a, a word that ends in E-T into a word that ends in E-T-H, and it changes the whole meaning. It changes the whole meaning. It changes the part of speech. Yep. Give exactly. us an example. Uh, I would love to give you an example, and now I cannot think of a single one. Uh, I know that the word basket turned into oh. basketh and became something about suntanning. Litter, litter basket. Litter basket. Is about puppies getting a suntan. Yes. That was one of the examples. Uh, Why don't we have the puzzle in front of us? <laughs> Who was responsible Franklin? for printing out the puzzles? Franklin. Wait a minute. We're off to a bad start. <laughs> Should we, let's just start over again. Let's start over again. Well, okay. I fortune. Yes. <laughs> uh, happy New Year. Welcome back, everybody. Let's enjoy 2010 together, shall we? 